stop screaming into the void. It's 10 a.m. Whoa, it's one minute off. It's time for coffee and memes. gentlemen I look like a motherfucking power ranger today morning mr. Mosson in the chat oh microphone sounding extra smashy today Friday, it's the 5th of October, and this right here, this shit right here, is coffee and memes. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes, that's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Slubby, you know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Well, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy, and that's funny, and it's, it's, it's kind of cool, and it's interesting, and it's edgy, and all of that it it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you and if you don't play that out you actually fail it's two minutes past ten it is the 5th of october and this is episode number 10 can you even freaking imagine I see people listening all over the world. I see people listening on the Chew TV. I see people listening on the Threshold. All good, decent people. Good, honest folk. God-fearing folk. Terrified of God that he's going to come down. 
He's going to come back. He's going to come into their bedrooms while they're having sex with their partners. And he's going to start... Uh-oh. Oh, maybe that was him upstairs interfering. He's like, fuck Rankin. Fuck that geezer and his coffee and his memes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mess shit up. I'm gonna go in there. I'm gonna wreck up the place. <laughs> anyway, good morning. I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad to still be here. I'm glad to still be alive in this crazy mixed up world. You know, I'm thankful for the world our ancestors developed and built for us. It's very decent of them. The wars they fought to maintain our freedoms. Fucking there. Uh, the freedom to be able to say fucking bugger on your own radio stream after getting pulled by the Zuck. Evil Mr. Zuck. Evil Mr. Zuck. Hey, I've got a right old mixed bag of nuts for you today. Got some great uh, music. Got some all the usual offenders, really. Bit of Calibre, bit of Icicle, bit of Dock One, bit of Gridlock. Ooh, bit of uh, bit of Kazra. Mm, bit more Pussy. Lovely bits of gear, lovely bits of gear. In case you didn't have bricks, don't roll in your head. Yeah, that uh, bricks don't roll. Theresa May video that I made is is still going strong on the on Twitter. Bloody Nora, wake up to about a million bloody notifications. You know the life of the memer. It's a tough life sometimes. You know, poor all them notifications. It's tough out there for a pimp. Jesus Christ. Right, let's uh, let's start the show off with. um, Oh, 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 started off with some caliber. I did like the, uh, the meme that, oh, I can't remember her name off the top of my, top of my head, but someone posted in the Rankins Records chat of like, caliber plays one piano chord. All his fans were like, <laughs> true and fair, accurate, relatable. Is everything okay on the Chew? The video is streaming all right? I had a meeting with Livestream last night and they told me that they could solve all of my problems uh, for, for, for the um, rather conservative sum of £22,000 a year. I was like, possibly we might need to get a few more people on Patreon before then, but, but thanks for the offer. I'm tempted to try and st- to try YouTube next week. I mean, the link will still be the same, just threshold.fm slash watch if you want the video stream. But yeah, maybe give, uh, give the tube a try.
I'd like to offer a special shout out to everyone that's on the VIP list on the website. That's everyone who's a patron on Patreon and is uh, contributing 10 or more dollars a month to Threshold. So thank you very much to Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Oliver Hooper, Squidgy Beats Parsons, Tony Hark, Paulie Hutton, uh, Siren R, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong, uh, Michael Kadirsky, and Matthew Tompkins. You're all wonderful people. If you want your name on that list, you can go to Patreon and become one of our patrons. And I'll shout you out each and every show. There's a link below the video on Chew TV. Or go to support the show on the website. as a bonus I've made a Spotify playlist of all the tunes that I've been playing on these shows pretty much all of them I think I've just posted it in the chat so you can follow that playlist and I'll keep it updated How good is that calibre tune? That's amazing. That's called Even If. And it's just not worth arguing, is it? It's just not worth arguing. Right, let's get into some of the complete fucking insanity that's been going on in the world this week. <laughs> Sorry, it's all gone top of me. Bacterial meningitis detected in patient who went to Kit Kat Club, Berlin Sex Club. That is an appallingly written headline, Richard Hartley Parkinson of the Metro. Hello, Richard Hartley Parkinson here of the Metro. Yes, let me, allow me to just get my journalist pad out. Licks his pencil. Right, uh, now of this bacterial meningitis outbreak in the Kit Kat Club and the Berlin Sex Club Club. Uh, where, where did that uh, originate from? This is from the sort of throngs of sweating bodies, really. Just, ooh, just rubbing themselves and la- lathering and slathering all the germs on, on the floor of the, the penetration and the other uh, thing. Anyway, I've been Richard Hardy Parkinson. Uh, German authorities have urged patrons of the famed nightclub in the German capital to immediately visit a doctor to be checked for bacterial meningitis after a visitor was taken to hospital for the illness. Oh, dearie, dearie. Uh, yeah, Kit Kat Club, if you haven't heard of it, is in Berlin. It's it's very close to Trezor, if you've ever been there, the, the sort of notorious techno club. 
And uh, yeah, 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 do a bit of sexing in there. They do do a bit of sexing in there. Occasionally someone dies from the sexing, uh, but they don't tend to shout about that that much. It does happen. Um, it gets swept under the rug because, you know, there are a bunch of consenting adults down there just doing their thing out of the way. For, it's not like they're doing it in, a, in the bloody public square. You know, they're just... just you know, just good, honest, God-fearing Germans just fucking getting into it, getting after it. But yeah, I mean, I imagine it probably is rife with uh, <laughs> infectious illness. But yeah, they've got a most hilarious picture in this. They've actually managed to find someone uh, with their top off who's got the uh, Berlin TV tower tattooed on their back. Wow. Uh, the patient is likely to have contracted meningitis. At the club on Saturday, officials said the Kit Kat Club is renowned for its sexually uninhibited, uninhibited techno parties that draw visitors from around the world. Yeah, you can't go there if you're a group of lads. Like, just uh, don't get your hopes up. Like, I think if maybe if you were a man on your own, you might be game, but really you do need to be, unless it's gay night, um, but you need to be with a with a lady partner. They do, I mean, they have nights where it's like, yeah, you can go there as a single bloke, but it's 150 quid to get in. Or it's like 50 quid to get in if you're with a girl and the girl comes in for free. Uh, that's, that's sexism in my mind. That's just female privilege. It's, it's outrageous. Shut it down. City's authorities issued a warning this week after being alerted to the Berlin patrons' exposure to the disease, urging all others who are at the club to consult a doctor. Imagine being patient zero at this. Bacterial meningitis uh, can be spread via saliva and close body contact. Uh-oh. Common symptoms uh, are strong headaches, high fever, a stiff neck, dizziness, and weakness. Sounds like a rough come down. The disease can become life-threatening within hours. Oh, dear. Oh, no, 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 no. Me no want. Uh, in a statement on its homepage, the club said, while infections in the club uh, are very unlikely, according to the doctors and authorities, anybody suffering from symptoms should immediately see a doctor. Cease whatever buggering you're doing and go and see a physician. Uh, the club said that none of its employees had shown symptoms so far, uh, but all had been offered antibiotics as a preventative measure. I don't think people should take antibiotics. As a, I'm not a doctor. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, city officials said that there was no need to shut down the club because it's not the source of the infection and the site itself was not contaminated. Thank God for that. The Berlin sex party scene in full effect. No, not taking it. No days off. Hashtag team no days off in the Berlin sex club scene. People go and got to get their buggering in. Bloody good on them, I say. Good on them. Uh, let's uh oh no i don't have it loaded up maybe it's in the uh uh in the other one there's uh the appropriate face tune would be das techno but uh i don't know if it's on there oh bloody hell what what a palaver eh what a bloody palaver das techno Regarding the Spotify playlist, I will add any new tunes, but I won't take anything off it. I 
should stick that Congo Natty tune right at the top just to piss everyone off. That's a great record. I'm a big fan of that. I really like that Face album. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm dead keen. I, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe they're just, maybe his new stuff's more, you know, uh, more my cup of tea. I always thought the old stuff was a little bit like very nicely, very well produced, but not quite rowdy enough for me. But that's pretty fucking rowdy. I don't think anyone would disagree with that statement. 
Right, good news, big news, big news for all dictator fans. Putin's 2019 calendar has him hugging a puppy and the obligatory shirtless shots. Fucking get in line for for the Putin calendar because you know that shit's going to be flying off shelves like you wouldn't even believe. I'm I'm keen for it. Uh, I think it's a bit of fun. <laughs> uh, is it a bit of fun? I mean, he really is an absolute monster, but yeah. Uh, the annual Vladimir Putin photo calendar is out and it's all you could ever wish for. <laughs> the 2009 uh, edition of the Putin VVP calendar includes pictures of the Russian president hugging a puppy and, of course, the obligatory shirtless shots. He's jacked. He's absolutely jacked. He's not. Unsurprisingly, the calendar has been flying off the shelves for years and proud locals seem to love it. I think it would be good if he was sort of doing it ironically but you know he's not uh, one Russian told CNN I don't think that many countries have a president as strong as ours and I think many people would like to have such a president in their country he murders journalists uh, in the January image the 65 year old takes a dip in some icy water in Lake C- uh, Seliga to mark the Russian Orthodox epiphany uh, that looks like a scene out of a horror movie it's truly harrowing there's a lot of sort of yes very orthodox catholics i guess uh with weird golden sort of signs they look a little bit like some uh very some sjw's that have really gone down a weird path you know when they're sort of protesting with the like banners and placards and stuff uh, but they're gold and they've got pictures of like jesus on and stuff like that and putin's got his kit off and he's getting into some icy water, but because he's hard, uh, he's just not even faced. It's just like, yeah, of course, just like having a bath, isn't it? It's Russia. It looks like it looks a little bit like I don't know if you've ever seen that video of Alex Jones when he broke into Bohemian Grove and they're doing that whole sort of wacky owl ceremony thing. It's a bit like that. There is an absolute cracking shot of Putin with a gun, uh, and he's got some ear ear defenders on, but he's wearing them upside down like this, like he's a cool DJ. Like he's a cool DJ DJing at the Honey Club in Brighton. Woo! Yeah, except he's got except he's got a shooter in his other hand. Yeah, he's got he's got himself a little pistol. Uh, he's just popping off a few caps. He's got a few journalists lined up, and uh, he's just like, yeah, write another hit piece now, eh? Yeah, Putin, what a gangster. Um. One working in a Russian shop said of the calendar, In this series of calendars, our president is presented in various characters. Uh, we see him confident or positive. We feel, safe, we feel safe in our country. I wonder whether or not that's just a sort of Russianism, or this is again more poor metro journalism. Uh, we have confidence in the future. I would like to say that our calendar is very popular, especially among those who work at the Russian parliament and in private in- entities. I imagine that if you work in the Russian parliament, it's pr- you're probably, like, if you don't buy it, you'll just get murdered. Um, but not everyone is, is, is happy about it. Another shop owner says, I'm fed up. I don't want to sell them anymore. I'm sick of them. Uh, the VVP calendar, which stands for Vladimir, 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 Vladimir Putin, is being sold in Russia for 50 Russian rubles. Around 60p. That's not bad for a calendar. Come on. Like a Cliff Richard one or something. It's going to cost you at least a fiver or a Paul Danan one. That might cost you a tenner. 
you got all the different sort of moods of Paul Denan. He's uh, one of him screaming, uh, one of him uh, losing his shit, one of him losing his mind, uh, one of him losing his wallet. You know, just all the sort of different varying moods of Denan. Uh, anyone not following that Paul Denan official Instagram account, you need to sort your life out. Oh, look, there's there's rainy Putin for October. He's in some rain. He's got a big umbrella. Oh, God, that's the sort of umbrella you could use to protect yourself from a nuclear blast. Maybe that's why he's got it. Oh, Putin, 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 you evil warlord. Anyway, about a little bit of... Oh, a little bit of inside info would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah? Do you think? Do you really, really think? Where are we? Conformity. try and get one of these Putin calendars. Maybe Gantra and Lewin can hook me up. I just want to draw little tiny moustaches on all of the pictures. Look, here's the picture of him with the gun. With his, <laughs> his headphones on upside down. Oh my god. Hey, a Theresa May 2019 with her doing the same poses would be amazing. Just topless in a frozen lake. That's what you think about to keep the wolf from the door when you're on top of your missus. Conformity. enjoyed the picture of Putin yet it's on the live stream on the video stream give you about another 30 seconds of it
potent picture. is inside info with conformity and that's a fucking riot of a tune yeah i'm big into that big into it mate nice one paul good boy uh human urine sales are rocketing with the rise of workplace drugs tests uh i can like i can sort of get my head around like workplace drugs tests if for example you are a pilot or you are doing something uh maybe you're a police you're, you're, you're a police. I think that that would potentially be uh, appropriate. But like, if you're just working in an office, if you're working in a bloody call centre or some such bollocks. I'd, a friend of mine used to work for a company that uh, made like hygiene products. And he worked in the office there and they piss tested everyone. What kind of bollocks is that? It's ridiculous. It's the, it's the government. They're they're coming in. They're they're, they're all, all of these these child molesting vampires. The, it's these interdimensional vampires. They're they're coming in and they're they're actually feasting on the urine of office workers. It's uh it's it's absolutely appalling. Uh, people are selling their own urine across the UK to neighbours, friends, or strangers trying to cheat workplace or probation drugs tests. With more companies and organisations implementing drug testing in Britain. The sale of clean urine has become big business. Frozen urine, synthetic urine, and even urine from clean living neighbours is being sold to drug users looking to keep their jobs, uh, keep their current jobs, or hold on to their freedom. It's oh, fucking absurd. Um, one anonymous urine, I mean, you could have that urine be like 50% out booze, basically, and not get fired, but one little... One little smoke of the Maui. One little honk on the doobie. Oh, no, you fired. One anonymous urine shopper in Coventry told the Metro, I smoke weed all the time and get tested every three months and cannot take the risk of failing. Sorry about that. Uh, so I buy my neighbour's urine. She's about 60 years old and has never touched a drug in her life. Can you imagine how that conversation started? Like, oh, you're right, Deirdre. How you doing? Oh, you're right. Oh, you're right, Kevin. How's it going at that job? Uh, it's all right, except uh, they're going to start piss testing me and you know all that ganja I smoke. Oh, you love the herb, you do. Yeah, no, I do. I absolutely love it. Anyway, come borrow some of your piss, could I? I'd say I gave her five quid for a litre bottle's worth and I keep it in my fridge at home. <laughs> oh dear, you got to take the rough with the smooth, haven't you, if you're going to honk the chronic. I went online and bought a heat pouch which warms the urine up, ready for my test, so it's at the right temperature. Before I had my pouch, I had a few accidents trying to strap bottles of piss to my thigh, but not anymore. Uh, the person added that he had heard of other people buying synthetic penises that look like the real thing, uh, specifically for urine tests. I think I will invest in one. So I have a picture of uh, said uh, uh, f- fake phallus. Uh, it's called Piss Perfect. Um, 
There it is. And yeah, that is a synthetic schlong with a kind of jock strap attachment, and it's got an enormous syringe, uh, which presumably you fill with elderly lady piss uh, once you've uh, warmed it to the right temperature. And then you are good to go. The urine delivery system. It is not unlike uh, the <laughs> contraption in With Nail and I, you know, where he's just absolutely shit-faced and he's been arrested for drink driving and refuses everything but a blood test, but then he's trying to, he's trying to piss with the fake thing. Uh, so funny. Uh, the Quick Fix Piss Perfect Synthetic Urine Delivery System includes a nearly lifelike prosthetic fake penis. Uh, it's no bionic penis, though, is it? In white, tan, brown, and black. That comes with uh, temperature pads, hand warmers, and a harness, and it's sold for 106 quid. That's not bad for 106 quid. Fake phallus. Website, uh, urine the clear. Hey! <laughs> That's an absolute beauty. Um, including, uh, also stocks various forms of urine, including frozen and dehydrated. Oh, wow, that's clever, isn't it? And boasts, uh, in fact, our strict testing method means that not a single kit of human urine for sale has ever resulted in a positive throughout our entire time in the industry. Yeah, I think that would probably do your reputation a bit, uh, a bit of damage if you sold someone supposed to be clean piss and it's just like riddled with meow meow or something. Each sample of real human urine for sale undergoes GC gas chromatography and MS mass spectrometry testing uh, to test to basically see whether or not it passes. Um, who gets drug tested in the UK? Companies, especially in construction, transport, energy sectors, drug test people before the job begins, randomly during the job and after an incident which has endangered safety. Military and emergency services also regularly drug test employees. I mean, yeah, if you're, I guess if you're working in, you know, some sort of construction, people's lives are at risk, so they can understand it. But like, not if you're selling sanitary towels in an office. <laughs> Come on, guys. In the US, large companies often require, require clear test results before employing a worker, and benefits uh, benefit claimants have also been urine tested in the past. Oh, right, and if you're on, if you're honking the chronic, they'll kick you off the benefits. Uh, this has led to blogs and websites uh, springing up that offer advice on how to cheat the system, including the sale of piss piss. Due to the popularity of synthetic urine, 18 US states have passed laws banning it. No, 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 no. Naughty with your synthetic piss. In states where cannabis is legal, uh, there's been instances of companies struggling to find enough workers with clear results due to the amount of people honking the chronic, which stays in your system for weeks. Oh dear. Oh dear. Earlier this year, the Denver Post reported that employment lawyers found companies in labour-intensive industries, hoteliers and home health care providers, and employees with many warehouses and assembly jobs are the most likely to drop marijuana testing. Yeah, if literally everyone's on it. You just, you just have to admit defeat, really, don't you? By contrast, businesses that contract with the government or that are in regulated industries like air travel or that have safety concerns involving machineries, they are continuing with their ganja buddha chronic testing well i mean it's it's but if if you are uh, you know really boring and teetotal, then maybe that's a little money spinner isn't it to just uh sell sell your slash sell your spare slash um so let's i don't i mean how how are you gonna I don't. I just. I don't. I don't see a drummer bass song immediately springing to mind. Um, pulsation. Hmm. 
maybe arrows i got a fever uh there you go that'll do it i got a fever document one Radio are in the chat. Big Tommy Cam's in the chat. Big Reese Mossen's in the chat. Big Ollie Hooper's in the chat. Big Stevie Roberts is out there. I've got a favour, it's by Document One and it's a record alright oh yeah uni lad on the verge of bankruptcy owing more than six million pounds how in uh, tits does uni lad effectively I just the a Facebook page and a website that kind of posts memes and regurgitates stuff out of the metro. I guess how can that? Uh, how uh, how do you get six million pounds in debt? How, how does that even work? What are you borrowing money for? 
Like, to make memes? I don't know. The company behind internet news site Unilad uh, should go into administration, a judge has decided. Uh, this is Richard Hartley Parkinson reporting for the Metro. Judge Clive Jones uh, made an order on Thursday after being told that Bentley Harrington Limited owed more than six million quid. The judge had analysed evidence at hearings in a specialist insolvency and companies caught in London. He heard that a creditor and company directors agreed that administrators should be appointed. The founder of Unilad has taken legal action against current bosses. Alex Partridge says he was owed five million quid, promised as part of an agreement, and agreed for the company to be placed into administration. Uh, a barista representing Mr. Par- uh, Mr. Partridge uh, told Judge Jones that Bentley Harrington also owed the tax man one and a half million quid. Uh, the judge retired. It's very boring from now on, really. There's just, uh, there's, there's, yeah, there's real, I mean, there's a real sort of just poverty of banter in this, Mark. Or I really, I mean, I was drawn in by the idea of quite what Unilad would get itself six million in debt for and get to the end of it. No clear on anything. I don't really feel there's been any banter gleaned out of it whatsoever. Uh, I think probably the only good pit was uh, me saying Richard Hartley Parkinson. Apart from that, it's been a bit of a waste of time, guys. Uh, I'd like to take this opportunity to apologise for it. I know you've all tuned in uh, with the idea of listening to not only great records, but also absolutely A-grade, top-notch banter. And uh, I really feel like I've uh, let you all down. It's appalling. It's not great, is it? Uh, What else we got? Absolute load of nonsense. Mystery as 20 alien stars are spotted flying into our galaxy at high speed. Oi, oi. Astronomers have spotted a group of rogue stars flying into our galaxy and believe they could have been catapulted out of an alien galaxy. It's these wacky scientists again. Hey, <laughs> they're just having a guess. Come on, they've got nothing better to do. The space invaders could have been flung uh, our way by a supernova or a black hole or fucking anything, researchers at the Gaia Space Survey believe. Cool. Uh, Astronomers were astonished to spot a group of 13 stars spiralling towards the galactic centre, a direction they shouldn't be going in. Dr. Tommaso Marchetti, one of the astronomers at Leiden University in the Netherlands, uh, said... Rather than flying away from the galactic centre, most of the... That's uh, just a disaster of an accent. Um, uh, Rather than flying from the galactic centre, most of the high-velocity stars were spotted, uh, seemed to be racing towards it. Ah, forget it. These could be stars from another galaxy zooming right through the Milky Way. Stars include the sun well around the centre of the galaxy at hundreds of kilometres a second. The fastest-moving high-velocity stars are thought to be the start of their life near the galactic centre before being flung towards the edge of the Milky Way. The Gaia scientists discovered 20 that looked as if they were travelling fast enough to escape from the galaxy, but most of them were moving inwards, not outwards. Ooh. The stars stars may have come from the large melanonic cloud, a, a small galaxy orbiting the Milky Way, the astronomers believe. Or may have journeyed from somewhere far, far away. Could be fucking aliens, probably isn't, uh, is the conclusion of many scientists. Um, although they are still desperate for a research grant, so if you do want to send them any more money for them to give really wishy-washy explanations of things I've got absolutely no fucking idea about, please do get in touch. I think they're starting to go fund me. So that's nice, isn't it? Oh, well, lovely stuff. How about, ooh, a little bit of special song. 
again, a real poverty of banter in that story. I hope for more.
Fiction by Spectra Soul. Lovely stuff. Lovely. Nice work, boys. Good boys, them Spectra Soul boys. Good, handsome, rugged, weather-beaten boys. Um, I'm appalled by the uh, just poverty of banter in those last two articles. So, uh, you know, fingers crossed we'll have better luck with this one. Men baffled by home appliances and reluctant to do domestic chores study fines. Always level a heavy load of mistrust, uh, any, any headline that involves the term study fines. So this is uh, coming from Lad Bible. Just when you think gender stereotypes are starting to fade out of our culture, a study is published that seems to reaffirm them. Turns out a significant proportion of men avoid domestic chores as they claim they simply don't know what to do. In times gone by, gender roles were more commonplace, with women often expected to stay at home while men went out and worked. There were countless dubious videos and excerpts from textbooks floating around online attesting uh, to be from the 1950s which give advice on how to be a good housewife. Useful pointers uh, usually include clearing away clutter, having dinner ready and being happy to see the hubby when he returns home. All very dated. Oh, you're so progressive, Lad Bible. So progressive. Wasn't it just a couple of years ago that Lad Bible would only ever refer to women as wenches? But nowadays, such gendered expectations have been eroded with both men and women ordinarily working and chipping in around the house. However, a new study has found that 75% of men uh, avoid domestic chores, claiming to be utterly clueless about how to go about them. By contrast, only 39% of women said that they were confused about household appliances. Across the spectrum of appliances that bamboozled men, the washing machine stands out as the most mystifying, with 63% admitting they don't know how to operate them. Right, that is, I mean, this is largely a bullshit study, I imagine. It's conducted by Samsung uh, of 2,000 British adults, so it's not much of a sample size. Uh, but, it, you know, it's... Oh God, if you're a man, an actual adult man, and, you know, it, yeah, all right, let's just go from the age of 18, and you don't know how to use a washing machine, you need to get your shit together. Seriously. Like, unless... I'm not even prepared to give the excuse of someone being wealthy enough to never have to even touch one maybe maybe but jesus christ if you own a washing machine but you don't know how to use it pathetic pathetic around a quarter of men also claim they do not know how to defrost food in the microwave or clean an oven man what is that that's a real uh, sorry state of affairs i mean i'm not sure i believe it's a statistic but i mean there's going to be some percentage of men that don't know how to do those things Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic little weasels that need to get their acts together. They need to tidy their room, bucko. The study was conducted by Samsung and, and 2,000 British adults were surveyed as part of the study. Participants were asked to complete uh, a washing care labels identification test. Oh, that sounds like a fucking hoot. Unsurprisingly, considered considering the aforementioned male bewilderment caused by washing machines, women averaged a higher score of 9 out of 10 of the labels. Uh, I imagine that that is largely more to do with women giving more of a fuck about their, their clothes than mo I would say most men don't really give a shit about their clothes and probably most men, most male clothes, I'd say a higher percentage of male clothes you don't really need to worry about special washing machines setting for if you're wearing cargo shorts and t-shirts 95% of the year. Whereas uh, I would imagine, hey I'm going out on a limb here, I'm making this up as I go along that ladies' clothes 
tend to require a more specialist washing machine saying, I don't fucking know. Um, come on, guys. Do not tumble dry. That's an easy one. You wonder why all your cardigans are so tight. Who has a fucking cardigan? But if this is all getting a bit too real, wait up. There is some hope. While the study undoubtedly found that there is a gender gap in terms of understanding, it did indicate that the gap in terms of division of labour is shrinking. Women average 10 hours of domestic work a week, um, while men averaged around 7 hours a week. I don't know. My house, we probably do about half an hour each every week. Uh, which is a smaller gap than in previous studies. Right, come on, suggestion. Uh, oh, there's too much of a lag. There's about a 15 second lag on the stream. So, and try and get suggestions for uh, drum and bass tunes that uh, in any way talk about washing machines. No, it's not going to happen. Uh, okay, how about. Oh, there's some really nice bits in here. Okay, Ghost of Jungle Pass by High Contrast is lovely bit gear. Ghost of Jungle Pass by High Contrast. Mm. 
Contrast, very nice indeed. Um, Bear Grylls is looking for contestants for the next series of The Island. Woo shit! When someone says desert island in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, the chances are you would think of sun-kissed beaches, palm trees, cocoa nuts, and most importantly, there being no one else around. Paradise. Now, think of the same scenario but where you have no mobile phone, no computer, you're surrounded by a bunch of strangers you can't stand. Oh, and your every move is being filmed for the entertainment of millions of people sat on their comfy sofas in their warm houses, almost certainly tugging one out to your suffering. Mmm, probably not, but you get the idea. For those of you who still think that that sounds fantastic, this is the moment you've been waiting for. Chief Scout uh, Bear Grylls is looking for contestants to sign up for the sixth series of The Island. The hit reality TV show pits a group of ordinary men and women against each other to see basically who's the hardest. Contestants learn to use their own jizz as glue to weave together a, gra a grass shelter. Find out how many days you can live on your piss alone. Bear, Bear Grylls will also be living on the island in a hut made from his own tods and regurgitated mice. Uh, it even contains curtains made from the skin he sheds once a month. He will be staying there with the intention of gloating as contestants uh, as they writhe around in their own filth screaming for mummy. Bear will also taunt contestants uh, by stripping naked and smearing himself in delicious mayonnaise and running through the camp singing Uptown Girl by Billy Joel. That sounds like quite a spectacle. I'm going to be keen to tune in for that. According to the application form, the aim of the show is for people to face... Uh, Oh, for God's sake. No, no one proofread these fucking things. Uh, for people to regain their hunter-gatherer instinct. And apparently you only have to undergo crippling dehydration and the occasional tropical storm for that to happen. Sign me up. I'd like to see all these lab Bible journalists go on it. I think that would be a bit fun. I think a uh, also what would be quite a fun game show would be to take a load of political activists and drop them in a country that most closely represents what they what their political beliefs are like maybe you could take a load of these sort of middle class socialist students and dump them in venezuela for a couple of months see how they get on yeah that'd be a laugh wouldn't it uh, I, I think this bear grills island thing i think it might be a bit of fun but i think i'd be in that sort of situation where i'd like the sort of button to stop the ride i want to get off now done a week there i think i've pushed it about as far as i can go i sort of chased chased a wild boar around for a little bit uh when i was hungry enough to just club it to death with my bare hands eat its brains but I think after, I think a lack of bog roll, that sort of thing. I think a lack, I mean, if I was allowed to take a few pingers, maybe that would pass some of the time. Perhaps I could take a Bluetooth speaker, maybe, so I could keep, so I could play the nine. Actually, it'd be not, I don't know whether or not, um, I've been thinking about maybe like, because uh, Nightmares on Wax recently set a world record for being the highest DJ in the world. Uh, I think they went up K2, done a bit of DJing. Um, I'd like to maybe be the first person to double drop the nine in zero gravity. That'd be quite cool. You could maybe you could even do it on that. Um, uh, there's that aeroplane that does the sort of big dive thing and then comes back up, and it sort of gives you about forty-five seconds of weightlessness. It sort of mimics zero gravity. So if I could get like a little rig up there and I could double drop the nine in zero gravity, that'd be fun. Maybe under under the water, 
you know, on, on the ocean floor. No, don't reckon anyone's double dropped the nine on the ocean floor. Uh, or maybe, yeah, up a mountain or, um, I don't know. It, probably no one's even double dropped it on an aeroplane. Or maybe one of the, you know, they have those biplanes that they sort of do stunts with and occasionally people strap themselves to it. And so they're sort of standing outside of the plane on the wing. I could get a little rig there, a little setup, a couple of decks. I mean, I think the needles might skip, so you might have to use CDJs. But I'd be more than happy to strap myself to it and double drop the nine, even if, you know, for science. And then maybe some scientists could study and uh, then they could publish a really uh, ropey Metro article about it. That'd be fine by me. I'm in, I'll be into that as an idea. Just suggesting it. If anyone can make that dream a reality, do get in touch. Right, scientific. See what I did there? Little green man. Ah, oh, bollocks, Steve Aoki's already DJed in fucking zero gravity, the fat prick. Oh, he didn't double drop the nine, though. Yeah, I bet he can't even... I bet he can't. So there's no sync button in zero gravity, are you okay? to double drop the nine on top of Steve, Steve Aoki that'd be nice he could just lay down on the floor and I'll just stand on him that'll work
That's an absolute romper stomper of a tune. Scientific, little green man. Belter. Right, right, right. Enough of that. Sex Robot News. Sex Robot News. Again, anyone walking past the studio is just going to fucking no idea what's going on. Uh, I'm afraid it is an update on the recent sex robot brothel that we discussed earlier in the week. I can't remember if it was to yesterday or the day before. Uh, this was one in Houston in Texas. Uh, Kinky S Dolls. Um, first sex robot brothel in the US blocked by officials in Texas. Bollocks. God damn it. Those goddamn Texas fascists. Uh, Kinky Estolls has planned to open uh, a Houston location where customers could both buy adult love dolls and rent them for use in private rooms. Uh, the first sex robot brothel in the United States has been blocked by officials in Texas. Boo! Toronto-based Kinky Estolls has planned to open in a Houston location where customers could both buy adult love dolls and rent them for use in private rooms. The lifelike sex bots priced from $2,500 each react to touch and have vocal responses, while more expensive versions with AI can engage in conversations. Terrifying. Uh, at the firm's flagship store in Toronto, Canada, customers can pay £17 for 30 minutes of intense pleasure, 70 quid for an hour, that's a bit of a um, confusing pricing structure, or £120 for a two-hour session. Jesus, what are you going to do for two hours with a bloody sex robot? <sighs> Jesus, I got pictures of them here, and they, they're thick. <laughs> these, uh, these gals are thick. Um, but Houston City Council altered a local ordinance to block the business and any other like it from opening. Houston Mayor Sylvester Turner boo, told reporters after a council meeting that the vote uh, amounted to a modification of an existing city ordinance and was not targeted at any specific business. Uh, you, can't, you cannot engage in sexual activities with an inanimate object at the business, Turner said, explaining the charge. People will still be able to buy the dolls, he said. Uh, Kinky S-Doll founder Yuval Gavriel uh, said that he's talking to lawyers about suing the city for its decision. Um, we're investigating our options in that lake. Um, last night, Gavriel said he plans to open 10 sex robot stores in the US by 2020. He told the Washington Examiner he targeting, he's targeting the American market because there's no regulation. He added, the states is a bigger market than that lake. It's a healthier market and God bless Trump. That's actually what he says. Um, Kinky S doll bills itself as the first adult love dolls rent before you buy service in North America. Its, we its website reads, we offer unique service for those looking for companions and that. Our love doll goal is to provide intense pleasure. Howie, man. We provide deep and satisfying experiences, both in the way we feel and we move. We will allow you to fulfill your fantasies without limitations. And if you're not satisfied, you can go down the grower for a milkshake to compensate. We feel just like the real thing. Oh, they're talking. It's, oh, it's written from the sex doll's perspective. That's fucking weird. Uh, we are always fresh for you when we get sanitized with antibacterial products after every session. So you know we've had the jizz wiped off us. We would love for you to come and give us a try. 
uh, I, uh, it's just to imagine the other the other folk that have been there before. I mean, yeah, that's. Uh, but <laughs> but groups fighting sex trafficking in the U.S. fear the stores opening will hurt their efforts. I don't know. Maybe there's an argument to say that it would, uh, you know, you could substitute the for the, the 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 dolls and the. Hey, I don't know. I don't know. What's next? Child robots? No. Oh God. Oh no. So it's still taking a taking a miserable turn there. It stopped being funny at that point, isn't it? Dearie me. Um. Oh Jesus. All right. We're gonna play. We're gonna play another track. But there's um. Well. Hey. I'll tell you what. Let's uh. Let's play Kirill this because uh, well you'll find out soon enough. Thanks to Ben Wilson who has already shared his uh, Kirill meme of the day, but sadly he's not able to listen as some some arsehole has booked a meeting for him. Ah, uh, Squidgy Beats Parson is listening to the show on a tuk-tuk in Fun on Fun. Lovely stuff. This it's by Carol and wanna be sound critical. Y'all already know that.
All right, let's get in. let's get into this madness. Popeye bodybuilder who injects oil into biceps says he has the biggest arms in Russia. Now I'm going to drop a picture of him onto the live stream. Oh, that's much too big. Oh, come here, you fucking rascal! Jesus, look at this cunt. Oh, they look like bollocks. It looks like he's had two like giants bollocks surgically implanted into his arms. Oh, he's not nice. Oh, I don't like him. Oh, come on, be a bit. I oh, just oh, that'll do. Whatever. <sighs> Whether it's pressure from magazines to look a certain way, or to make sure that special someone swipes right and not left, people are now more obsessed with their appearance than ever. The Tinder generation are pushing their bodies to extremes in pursuits of perfection. And when you have role models like Marky Mark posting their gruelling gym schedules, it isn't that surprising. But most people don't have time to work out twice a day, prefer a week's worth of bland meals, or jump in their own cryo chamber like the former Kelvin Harris model. Kelvin Harris. Ha <laughs> ha! Kelvin Klein model. Uh, and really, uh, who would want to? It sounds awful. Uh, one man certainly agrees. 21-year-old 20, Kirill uh, has taken to the uh, taken the internet by storm. I don't know if it's the same Kirill. It's possible. Uh, I don't know what the producer Kirill looks like. Maybe this is him. Let's assume it is. He has taken the internet by storm with a rather different approach to fitness. Instead of relying on diet and exercise, he injects himself with a substance called synthol, uh, which has allowed his arms to grow to an incredible size. He is truly terrifying, um, and the uh, and the controversial bodybuilder, uh, who dozens of images of his army of more than five hundred thousand fans, uh, flexing his uh, he's got five hundred thousand fans on Facebook, um, flexing his sixty two centimeter arms. He's now boasting having the biggest arms in Russia. Carol said, Nobody has arms like that. That is it. I am number one. Uh, he reported uh, by Lab Bible. Um, as reported by Lab Bible last year, Carol does, uh, does work out in addition to using the synthol, but said that he uh, would like to build, no, would like to break bodybuilding records. And after injecting synthol, saw his arms grow by 10 inches in just 10 days. Initially injecting himself with 250 milliliters into his bicep, he found growth limited. Kirill said at the time, In order to reach such a size, you need to inject liters into your arms. Uh, I was doing it and getting a fewer, but uh, I was getting a fever of up to 40 degrees. I was lying in bed feeling like I was dying, but then it turned out to be fine. <laughs> okay. Jesus. I mean, yeah, they look like gigantic bollocks, basically. Um, they look like they could burst at any minute. It looks really terrifying. I don't like it. I don't like him. Uh, I don't, there's an even more peculiar picture of him. He's he's uh, appears to have um, become a social justice warrior. Um, hold on, let me put that one up. Get rid of this bloody terrifying. Uh, there he is. Yeah, all right. He's, he's dyed his eyebrows different colours. He's dyed his hair multiple colours. Uh, he's just getting... He, look at the size of those arms. It, it, you could smash the patriarchy with arms like that. Holy Mary, Mother of God. <sighs> what a, ter what a ter terrifying, uh, terrifying gentleman. 
Uh, despite the boast, however, some have been critical of the real-life Popeye's methods for success, saying that his muscles uh, were meat. If they were meat, they would not be regarded fit for human consumption because of the, subject, the substances that have been injected into them. Other have questioned the former soldiers' co uh, constant need to attract attention, with previous antics include dyeing his hair, wearing makeup, and even considering breast implants. One commented, Seriously, has our society fallen so low that we deserve such heroes? I'm not sure he's a hero. Doctors say he is jeopardizing his health as synthol can cause ulcers, granuloma, polymer embolisms, nerve damage, and even strokes. Just remember, guys, size isn't everything. I mean, maybe he could, like, get, like, bull's testicles or something, or what's the biggest, what, what has the biggest bollocks on earth? I don't know, or maybe like a couple of horse penises just strapped onto his arms, like with gaffer tape or something. That might be a, a more healthy solution, not for the horse, but they're going to explode. There are all those lads in Brazil as well that have uh, got that are doing this and uh, into all all parts. Of them. But because they don't work out like normally, there's no. It's all off. The ratios are all off. Like, look, he's got tiny little forearms. And the rest of him, and like he's always, he's not working out his head very much either. He needs to bulk up his head. Maybe he should get some of this synthol, synthol stuff, and just inject it into his face. It looked like Vandalay Silver. Christ, what? A, yeah, is are there any bicep-related drum and bass tunes? I know there's obviously the house guy bicep, but uh, oh, I got uh, we already played. I got a fever. Uh, damn, uh, dead limit. Whip slap up all night. Um, Hey, let's just play noisier. Why not? You playing? You bastard. Uh, yeah, Reese bringing up a good point. It can basically turn to stone in your muscle. That's what was happening to those Brazilian lads.
that is a serious bit of gear there. Noisier in the upbeats. Dead limit. Ooh. Right, this is uh, insane. Um, this is a terrifying story. Um, brace yourselves. Insane wife killer given Viagra in psychiatric hospital despite female staff's fears. Um, a dad of two ruled insane when he stabbed his wife to death has been given Viagra in a psychiatric hospital despite female staff's objections. It is claimed staff at Carstairs in South Lancashire. Shit's going down in South Lancashire were said to have been in complete shock when they were told to give the sex drug to Neil Cumming. They uh, expressed fears over safety, particularly for female employees, but their concerns fell on deaf ears, a source told the Daily Record. Cumming, 50, stabbed his wife Jane 36 times in their home in Long Forgan near Dundee in 2011 and was sent to Carstairs the following year when he was found not guilty of murder, presumably after pleading... Oh, yeah, a jury ruled he was insane at the time. After the brutal attack, Cummings tried to commit suicide by driving at 100 miles an hour on the A90 Perth to Dundee Road before crashing into the back of a lorry. Several innocent people were injured in the crash. Sources at the hospital told of their disbelief on learning Cumming had demanded the anti-impotency pills and been approved for them. One source said, Cumming is quite demanding. He's an aloof character who keeps a diary of everything that happens in the hospital and has displayed paranoid behaviour often. He is constantly asking the staff for various requests and Viagra is just something else he wanted. Nobody could actually believe it. It's not as if he's getting conjugal visits. It's prescribed at the weekends for him when he's in his room alone. Uh, another source said some of the female staff voiced objections to this, unsurprisingly. Uh, here is someone who was killed before and has serious mental health problems, is paranoid, and we are worried he could become dangerous with heightened sexual feelings. The last thing you need is a load of bloody viagra up mental patients running around with huge stonk-ons, like, particularly if they're convicted killers. This is, yeah, no, all right, I think I'll have to rein my libertarianism back a little bit at this point that yes I, I appreciate that Viagra is a perfectly legal drug that you can buy over the counter but I think there are probably certain situations that perhaps you know you could refuse someone and I think uh, being having been convicted of murder and being in a psychiatric ward it's probably one of those conditions it's ridiculous he is taking the drug he thinks the hospital and the staff should revolve around him and has become a bit of a complainer if things aren't done quick enough or to his liking staff have been subjects uh have been subject to complaints for silly things the source added the staff concerns fell on deaf ears apart from that what about the extra cost of the nhs it's not an urgent medical condition it's purely for his own needs i didn't think that people in prisons and stuff just sort of got to request stuff like oh get a couple of dingers uh, or, uh, oh, let's get the, can you bring the lads mags in? Get a copy of Zoo magazine and a Twix, actually, while you're, while you're at it. And a Cornetto. Bring me a Cornetto. No, sorry, you've, uh, you don't get Cornettos in prison. You're not allowed because you're naughty. And because you've been so naughty, I'm afraid we've had to lock you in a cage. And you don't get, so you don't get Cornettos. Oh, I bought one Cornetto. You can't have a Cornetto because you're naughty, because you killed. You're a killer. And so you don't get Viagra, Cornettos, Bombay Mix. 
or any of the other luxuries afforded to people that don't kill other people. Cummings, who is particularly friendly with another wife killer, David Lilburn, has previously tried to sue Tayside Health Board for 250 million, oh no, 250,000, sorry, after claiming they failed to properly treat his mental illness before he carried out the attack on his 40-year-old wife. Oh, it's nice to see these wife killers palling up. Maybe they can use the Viagra together. Uh, oh God, this is this is 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 terrible. This is it's awful. It's just it's appalling. It's absolutely appalling. It's appalling. It's pretty bad. Um, okay, so I'll get you. Uh, I'll get you. Get you one more. You can have one more. Uh, you can have Dreadnought by Icicle. Thank you all for tuning in today and this week. I seem to have lost the ability to read and speak properly today. More coffee required, perhaps. It's a tricky balance, the coffee meme balance, you know. If you are enjoying these and you want them to keep happening, you can help us out on Patreon, become a supporter, keep the lights on, keep these shows and many more that I've got planned going. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll be back on Monday at 10am. I think I'm going to try streaming through YouTube next week as I've been uploading all of these to YouTube and I've not kicked anything off yet. So that's potentially potentially hopeful. And uh, you can still, if you want to watch the video live stream, 
I mean, I, it will still be through threshold.fm as always. That is 100% rock solid. That will not be going anywhere. But for the video live stream, again, just go to threshold.fm slash watch and the embedded video will be there, whether it's an embedded YouTube video or a Chew TV video. Eggs is eggs, isn't it? So thanks very much for listening. If you want to, if you want to support us on Patreon, that'd be absolutely amazing. There's a link in the description of the video, or if you just go to support the station on the website, we'd be most grateful. Thank you so much. Enjoy your weekends. Enjoy your Friday night, and just try not to get into any trouble, you know, with the law or the government or God. Okay. God bless.